Hello everyone and welcome back to the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast where I'm going to go solo today. It's just going to be me, uh, your friendly neighborhood guy, Ramiz. And uh, let's dive straight into it because we got 10 games. Uh, not all the totals are available yet, but uh, let's dive straight into it. Starting with the Magic versus the Orlando Magic versus the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, so this game total we don't have at the moment, but uh, I think this game is going to be one of those high scoring games. I don't think you should see a lot of defense. Uh, and in that kind of res- uh, perspective, I decided to go with Paolo at 7200 for the Magic. Uh, Paolo, I think just the main guy for this team. Uh, he's the only consistent guy, I believe. Franz Wagner has been currently on a downward stride. He's been struggling. Hopefully he picks up his form. But Paolo at 7200 much cheaper than he was in the future cases and uh against this Hornets team who I isn't really known for defense obviously Mark Williams has been starting and been pretty solid for them uh but uh I like Paolo at 7200 I think he's gonna have a great game uh going against whether it's Kelly Oubre uh JT Thor or the others and on the Hornets side I think uh, I do want to know that PJ Washington is doubtful for this game so perhaps someone else might get a lot more minutes. And for one guy I'm looking at is JT Thor at 3,000. Because like I said, at this moment in time, LaMelo injured. I think at Charlotte is just under tank. And uh, they're just probably going to play a lot of the young guys. And JT Thor at 3,000 has been getting around 20 plus minutes post All-Star break. So that's good to see. So I think there's some upside in that type of pick. And then the other guy I went with was Dennis Smith Jr. at 5,100. Due to LaMelo's absence, there is... Someone who needs to play that point guard spot. And Dennis Smith Jr. who hasn't been consistent, but he's still getting around 30 minutes. And uh, he's been he's, he's been able to put up some good performances. And uh, at 5,100, I think that's completely reasonable. And, uh, yep, I'm going to go with him. Let's go head on to the n- next game, which will be Nets versus Celtics. Uh, well, this is an interesting game to note about. Uh, previously, the Nets did play, I believe, on the 28th against the Bucks, where I didn't think... They were going to have a good time, but these a few people, a few players of the Nets still decided to have some great performances against what was one of the best defensive teams in the, in the season. And it surprised me. Uh, so I'm going to go for one of them and Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson is someone who uh, really intrigues me. I was just looking at some stats where his usage rate for the Suns was around, I want to say, 20%. And it's been up uh, roughly 5% to 25% which is good to see with Mikhail Bridges also is a reasonable price as well as Spencer Dimity who both players have been having some amazing games but I decided to go on a much cheaper side because this is a 10 game slate so you got to be able to spend pretty precisely because you want to go for some other players and you got to go for some budget players but I wouldn't blame you if you went with Mikhail Bridges I think Mikhail Bridges is having a really great stretch I mean he's kind of showing that he's much more than just a 3 and D player he's much more than just being that third option guy he's been Doing a, handing a lot of responsibility and he's been delivering, delivering results. Uh, but I'm going to go with Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson is a much cheaper option, but obviously he's not due to pay out. He might struggle from the three-point side. He has been shooting really, way, really efficiently. And Boston is another one of those tough defensive teams, so you don't know how it's going to play out. But Cam Johnson, I, I like that pick at 5,500. Uh, let me mention the game total because we actually do have this one. And the total is around 227.5. With Boston winning by 10 to 11 points. Yep, damn. Uh, but reasonable. I mean, Celtics have been a beast. Only team that's consistently been putting on performance after performance. 
And uh, I went with Robert Williams at 5,100. Robert Williams, uh, another guy I'm looking at post-All-Star break. He's been able to get around 30 minutes. And that's what you like to see from him. You know, coming after injury, he has come back from injury, I believe, in December. But he wasn't getting those minutes that he was used to getting, especially last year. But he's kind of coming back into form and coming back into his what was his defensive player of the year type performance last season. And at 5,100 against this Nets team, I do really like it. I think uh, he's going to continue to get around 30-plus minutes. And uh, at 5,100, I think he's one of the centers I'm looking at who I believe will be able to get an easy double-double and hopefully outplay his value. Okay, and now we're going to go on to the Trailblazers versus the Hawks. Uh, on this side of thing, the Blazers do have a couple of injuries. Simmons and Fernie Simmons is doubtful for this game. Nurkic continues to be out. And on the Hawks side of thing, Trey Young is probable to play this game. But obviously there's there's still a chance that he doesn't. But good chance he does. And that's where we're going to be taking into account that he does play into the game. From the Blazers side of things, uh, to go with the budget option, I, I like Thagla at 4,000. He had a great game against, uh, great game, I believe, against the Warriors. And uh, honestly, hopefully he gets continues to get a lot more minutes, especially in this type of matchup against the Hawks, where you're going to be having a potentially a Trey Young, potentially DeJounte Murray, Bogdanovich. Hunter, John Collins, I think Matisse Thibault will continue to see that huge amount of minutes that he got against Golden State and the opportunity. And uh, honestly, if he can hit his three-point shots, that's going to be amazing because he'll, he'll get those amount of minutes. That's the only downfall with picking Thibault. But at 4,000, I think he's a great budget option. I think he's going to get a lot of minutes because they're out of a lot of players. You know, I mean, uh, Nazir Little hasn't been playing that good. Cam Reddish has been all right. So honestly, that small four spot is kind of open to anybody. And I also went with Jeremy Grant at 7,000. Jeremy Grant, he hasn't been the second option that the Portland Trailblazers hope to be. Uh, Post-All-Star break, he's had some iffy performances. But at 7,000, he had a great game against Golden State, around 41 DK fantasy points. But uh, 7,000 is a pretty reasonable price. You know, 10 games, I think when it comes down to 10 games, I think you want to go around this area of the budget. So it's not too... You don't want to go too expensive or too cheap. You want to get that right on the money spot. And Jeremy Grant is one of those players, I believe. I think he's going to have a great night. And uh, let me mention the game totals for this one because we do have the do we, we do have the game total for this. And that will be 239 uh, with the Hawks winning on an average of 6 to 7 points. On the Hawks side of thing, I think they're all kind of value. I think it all depends on Trey Young. If Trey Young is available to play, I don't think there's anybody you really want to consider. But if Trey Young decides not to play, I do think DeJounte Murray is in play. Uh, DeJounte Murray, another one of those players who, if Trey Young is not playing, his usage rate skyrockets. I mean, he's handling, he's doing a lot of playmaking, doing a lot of scoring. And uh, this completely changes his value at 7,900. But if he hit, Trey Young decides to play, I don't think there's anybody else you want to go for. But also Bogdanovich. I believe at 4,500 uh, is a solid player to select as well in the case that Trey Young decides not to play. So yeah, a lot is riding on Trey Young in this scenario. Okay, uh, on to the next one. Let's go with Suns versus Bulls. Suns versus Bulls. I believe the total we have for this one is around 222.5, and with the Suns winning by five to six points. This is a game happening in Chicago. Honestly, from the sunset, I think I think they're all priced out around the same. I do think if you want to go for someone, I perhaps DeAndre Ayton at eighty two hundred, a guy who has been taking advantage of the space that he's gonna get with KD and Devin Booker, some easy rebounds, easy putbacks. His job got a whole lot easier with the KD addition. 
but there are some other centers that I'm more so intrigued by, hence why I didn't really have eight in all my lineups. Uh, on the bull side of things, same thing. Before, DeMar DeRozan was an interesting option, but his price did go back up into the 8,000s. And with Levine also around the 8,000s, which was also in the 8,000s, I decided to stay away from the big three of the Chicago Bulls. But knowing how the Bulls have been this season, they're probably going to put up an all-time performance against the Super Team Suns. But, uh... Yeah, I'm, I just I decided to go with Beverly at 3700. Beverly, the guy who consistently has been getting 30 minutes, uh, and they've been three, three, I believe three and one with uh, Beverly only lost against my Raptors, who are currently losing to the Washington Wizards, I believe. Uh, sad times, sad times. But uh, yeah, Beverly at 3700. He's been pretty solid for the Bulls, getting a lot of minutes, starting at the point guard position, and in a game like this where you're going to need him to guard the Chris Pauls, guard the Bookers, and, you know, do his his uh, annoying game planning, game style against the KDs. Yeah, you're going to need him in this type of matchup. Uh, let's move on to the Knicks versus the Heat. And there is no game total for this due to the injuries, I believe. And the injuries from the Knicks side, I think there's no injuries. They're all healthy, honestly, which is good to see for the Knicks fans. And on the Heat side of things, Jimmy Butler is questionable and Lowry is out as usual. And uh, Jimmy Butler, I believe, has knee soreness, so nothing really on doubt uh, on his ability to probability to play. So uh, in the case that Jimmy plays, I think I think Bam at eight thousand to me is a really good option, whether Jimmy plays or doesn't play. Uh, Bam has been pretty great this season. I think in this type of matchup against the Knicks. Where you're gonna expect him to play a lot of minutes because you're going against Mitchell Robinson, you're going against uh, Julius Randle. I think at eight thousand, this is the center who I went with instead of the DeAndre Ayton. And uh, obviously, this is pretty high for a center, but with Bam, I mean, you're you're getting more than just points and rebounds. You're getting assists, you're getting blocks, you're getting steals. I mean, the guy claimed to be the defensive player, la- defensive player of the year last year, and uh, I think he's gonna do it again against the Knicks. I think the Knicks have been seven and zero with Josh Hart, which is incredible. But uh, I think Miami Heat at home with Bam just doing his thing. Okay, on to the next one. We got the Jazz versus the Thunder. Whole lot of injuries in this one. I think the usual suspects. We got Jordan Clarkson out. Sexton out. Uh, Shea is also out alongside Poku. And this is a great time to mention the DFS Pass promo that you can get for $4.99. All you got to do is go on sportsethos.com and it will be available to you right there and you get so many, uh, so many things from this package, man. You get base lineup bills, you get pregame notes, statistics. Uh, it helps you keep up with this last minute injury news. Whether it's someone's questionable, doubtful, probable, you'll know if you have this DFS pass promo. And guess what? You get to talk to us, uh, me, uh, you know, my guys, hottest, Keith, and all the other bros in DFS. You can talk to them in Discord. You get that ability with this pass promo. So $4.99 per month. Come on, man. That's a deal. All you got to do is go to sportsdeals.com and get it from there. And let's continue on with this. From the Jazz side of things, uh, I went with Ogbaji. O'Shea Ogbaji at 3700 Uh The Jazz, honestly, really, really perfectly priced. I want to say Walker Kessler is someone interesting at 6800 But uh, I already went with Bam. I already went with Mitchell Robson, Robert Williams. So I'm, I think I got my centers in that sense. But... I want to blame you for Walker Kessler. Walker Kessler's been having some amazing performances, playing 30 plus minutes, getting you on a 
on a, I believe on an average like 10, to, 10 plus rebounds. Yeah, he's been playing incredible. And uh, I wouldn't blame you if you went, if you went with that. I went with Agbaje at 3,700 due to the absence of Clarkson at Sexton. Agbaje did start last game but did not shoot the ball very well, which I think limited his minutes to 19. But at 3,700, I think uh, against this Thunder team who is probably on the verge of tanking and going for the Victor Wemiana sweepstakes. I think Agbaji is great at 3,700 and a great chance to just have a great night against this team. And on the Thunder side of things, I went with Jalen Williams at 6,800. And, and hear me out, hear me out. I know you guys don't really like, are, are suspect of that pick because 6,800 is expensive. And, uh, but with Shea out, he had an amazing night. An amazing night. And that's what you want to see. But uh, he was impacting the game, not only from just scoring the ball, but assisting, getting rebounds. And that, that's incredible to see. I mean, he's the only player, I believe, with Josh Kitty who got 30-plus minutes in that game. So I think, uh, again, Jalen Williams at 6,800. If you can make some room, get him on that squad. Get him on some of your lineups because he will be due to have a good game. And let's move on to the next one. We're going at the Grizzlies versus Nuggets. And this one has uh, over under total points. And it's at 232.5 with the uh, Nuggets favored to win by five to six points this is in the nuggets arena and you know about the altitude and all the weather the temperature all that stuff is going to be included on the grizzly side of things i'm gonna be honest i didn't go with anybody i think they're all perfectly priced out to where you would want them to be priced obviously dylan brooks is one guy you look at but i mean the guy was dressed like steve austin stone cold and ended up ended up producing a dud like come on you can't just do you can't dress like that and just proud of a performance like that and he is only 4200 if you want to take a chance be my guest i'm not going to be one of those people uh retried it once ended up in a bad performance he did have a pretty solid game uh on this recent one and uh i believe at 26 dk fantasy points but uh yeah i mean man he's just going to continue missing shots you'll get frustrated your tempers will end up being high and uh it just won't be worth it better options in this 10 game slate there's much better options just follow any of the other ones i listed on the nugget side of things uh eric gordon is probable michael porjuno also probable but uh i'm gonna spend here i'm going with jamal murray at 7800 jamal murray man he's been on a on a tear i mean with Jokic, he's just been absolutely insane Kind of going back into groove, and I think this Nuggets team is showing why people think they're gonna—they have a great chance of winning the championship. I mean, Jamal Murray, as long as he's able to knock down the shot, I mean, he's had great—he's even had a high DK uh, points game when uh, he's been inconsistent. I believe I uh, not inconsistent when he's been inefficient. Pardon me. Uh, he had—he was eight for twenty-two against the Clippers, but still ended up putting on an amazing performance uh, DK value-wise. So at seventy-eight hundred, I'm gonna go with him again. I think he's one of those guys who you want to kind of spend high up it because uh, he's going to be able to perform against the Grizzlies like that. And the Grizzlies are going to be able to put up a, what we predict is a, a tough matchup. And uh, of course, looking at the over and unders, it is going to be a pretty high scoring game. And a lot of that, I believe, will come from Jamal Murray. On to the Pelicans versus the Warriors. All right, here, get ready for this, all right? Zion out. Larry Nance out. Jose Alvarado is also out. And then you got, of course, on the Warriors side, Wiggins and Curry continue to be out. And Jonas Valanciunas is doubtful for this game. Well, I'm doubtful. If he plays or if he doesn't play, you're not going to see much of him because this is against the Warriors who 
he doesn't really get a lot of minutes against because he is a big body and the Warriors tend to expose those guys. On the Pelican side of thing, I'm going for the most highest price player that I'm going for this slate and that's Brandon Ingram at 8600. Brandon Ingram at 8600 in these type of moments, these type of games always sends up to put up a great performance. Uh, you can look at the past games against the Warriors, you can look at his games uh, in general without Zion and uh, he goes crazy. At 8600, I think uh, I think he's still in that relatively good range where you want to uh, buy, uh, put him in some slates and spend some money on him. And uh, he's one of those guys who I think is going to have a monster night. Uh, another one I went with was Shane Murphy the third at 4000 Trey Murphy III, I believe, should be able to have earned his starting spot back with the performance he put up. And uh, at 4,000, in this type of matchup, I think it's it's, it's I think it's uh, just an easy matchup where they're probably going to play a lot of small, but because you, do, you don't have Larry Nance, JV is doubtful. That leaves your center options with Jackson Hayes and Willie Hernan Gomez. And I don't know how much of a shot those guys have against playing this Warrior just against that pick and roll. So perhaps small ball switching ability is the best way the Pelicans go in terms of beating this Warriors team. And I think Trey Murphy III is a part of that uh, role of winning the game. And at 4,000, some great value. Now the Warriors said anything, honestly, I didn't really have any interest with anybody. They're all kind of priced out to where you want to, where you would assume they would be priced at, maybe a bit higher. I know Jordan Poole and Clay Thompson are in the 8,000s, not my cup of tea. I decided to go with... if. Honestly, like I said, I really wouldn't go with anybody. If you want to go with some budget person, perhaps Kaminga is the guy for you. Kaminga at 4,400. He's been getting 25 to 27 minutes. Uh, obviously, with Wiggins out, he's been part of that rotation a lot more. And uh, he's been playing some, putting up some solid games together. So at 4,400, he's one of those cheap options who you can probably get some good value out of. We're on to the second last game. Damn. I'm out of breath. I don't know how... How my other DFS bros really do this on a solo one, but uh, 10 game slate is wild. Anyways, Clippers versus Kings. Uh, starting off with the injury report, you got Zubach is questionable, Marcus Morris Sr. is questionable, and De'Aaron Fox is probable to play. On the Clippers side, I think I'm going to continue going with Westbrook. I think the Draft Kings, uh, the people behind it have forgot about Westbrook's value or forgot to raise his value. Because he's been able to put up 40, on average, like 40 DK fantasy points every game at 7,100. Uh, you know, of course, the Clippers haven't been able to put up winning games, but the guy's still getting you DK, uh, DK, DK value at 7,140. And like reduced minutes on sh- like 11 shots, which is what you want to see from Westbrook. So, uh, especially against the Kings, where last time we saw these two teams play, uh, well, the game was, uh, what was it, 176 to 175. We currently don't have to, uh, this game's uh, total score predicting prediction, but uh, I guess that's due to De'Aaron Fox being probable. But uh, I think this game is still going to be one of those games where it's going to be a high-scoring game because the Clippers tend to play to their competition. So whether that's Sacramento, whether that's Minnesota, who's a great defensive team, they're, they're going to just match what they do. So I think uh, this is going to be another one of those high-scoring games. and That's why I went with uh, PG at A300. The second guy I went with, Oh, I believe the third guy went with over 8,000. And I think PG in this type of game is kind of, he's one of those guys who did speak on the fact that they were 0-3 with uh, after the All-Star break, and that's something they need to prove on. So PJ 8,300, I think he's one of those, he's at a price where you can go from and expect some tremendous value. 
he has been even on this losing short losing streak has been able to put up some really good performances especially the last time they faced the Kings he added a monster game but couldn't play in the second overtime I believe due to minutes restriction uh so I I, I don't believe the minutes restriction is going to expect him in this type of scenario I think he's still good uh due to have a great game against this Kings team and on the Kings side of thing uh I didn't go for Fox I didn't go for Sabonis but I went with Herder at 4,800. Obviously, people are looking at last game, and they're probably going to get Monk into that lineup. But I think he's going to have a lot of ownership. And that's why I decided to go with Herder, who is 400 cheaper. Uh, I think in this Kings team, you definitely need one of the, the third person to have a great performance. So whether that's Monk, whether that's Herder, whether that's Harrison Barnes, I think you can always expect one of those guys to go off in order to help the Kings win. Kings have been playing amazing basketball, and uh, Herder is one who I went with last time when they faced the Clippers. And I'm going to go with him again, because I think he had a great game, especially last game, against the Thunder. And uh, I think he'll do it against against the Clippers, because defense is, uh, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not, when it comes to the Clippers. And I think Herder at 4,800, great value. Alright, we're on to the last game, and yours truly, the Los Angeles Lakers versus the Timberwolves. Lakers are going to be at home for this game and no injuries on the triple side besides the I believe the usual with Crosby Towns is being out Jalen Noel I believe is also out if I believe and on the Lakers side of things LeBron is out D'Angelo Russell out and AD is questionable uh no really update on this if he's going to be available to play he didn't play last game against the Thunder due to, be, due to it being a back-to-back but uh I would assume there's a good chance he plays this game Bearing in mind whether AD plays or not, I decided to go with Dennis Schroeder. At Dennis Schroeder at 5,800, this got a lot more responsibility. As long as Dennis Russell and LeBron continue to be out, he's going to be that main guy who does that playmaking, does a, some scoring. I believe one guy who I think you can count on playing a lot of minutes because uh, he's one of those guys who the Lakers need. I mean, he's he just, I mean, it's, it's insane, but yeah, he, he, he can be uh, able to play up to that type of level right where they need him to play make or need him to score and uh with this Lakers team it is kind of tough to kind of see who gets consistent minutes but then Schroeder is one of those guys who I believe is you know you can count on to play 30 plus minutes another guy I went with was Austin Reeves at 4100 Austin Reeves has been putting up some good games and his value is still in the 4000 so I think he's one of those guys who similarly to what, what I said about then Schroeder Obviously, there are a lot more guards fighting for the rotation, but Austin Reeves has been able to impact the game in multiple facets. So you're talking about scoring, playmaking, uh, honestly playing great defense too. And that's what the Lakers kind of need at this scenario, right? Without LeBron, without Russell, you're going to need players to put up performances like that on a consistent basis. And Austin Reeves has been able to do that, so I think Austin Reeves, Austin Reeves will continue that performance. And that's a wrap for the 10-game slate. Uh, hopefully... No, no, not hopefully. I know my picks are going to be hitting. So you got to trust me and go for some of the routes. You know, there's a whole lot of lineups you can create. Uh, obviously, I gave you some great budget options. I gave you some uh, pretty solid mid to expensive options. I didn't go too much over. I didn't go for anybody over 9K because 10 games late. Remember, you got to balance it around everywhere. So it's not too much. And it's not too little. Now let's go into Thrive Fantasy. And I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about Thrive Fantasy. I got three picks free. Let's start off with Walker Kessler over 12 and a half total rebounds. You're getting 115 points. 
This is against OKC. Do you know who the OKC starting center is? Yep, neither do I. Because they tend to switch it almost every game. And Walker Kessler, for one, we know, like I mentioned, he's been able to get you double-digit rebounds continuously. And the last game they played against OKC, he had 18 rebounds. Now, obviously, you don't want to go based off the last game to assume he's going to have that. But I think you can very much assume he's going to have, what, 30-plus minutes. He's going to have the opportunity to get those 12.5 total rebounds or more. So at 115 points, I think he's one of the safer options to get a more than 100 points. Next up, I'm going all in for these next two picks. I mentioned them in DFS, and I'm going to mention them again. Brandon Ingram over 30.5 total points and assists. Brandon Ingram, scoring is not an issue for him. And I don't think it'll be an issue against Golden State. I think he's going to have a monster night. And I think he'll be able to rack up a few four, three, four assists at the very least. And I think he's going to have a monster scoring performance. And uh, you're probably getting around 100 DK fantasy points. Not DK fantasy, pardon me. 100 Thrive fantasy points from this pick. Lastly, I'm going with Paul George over 32.5 total points, rebounds, and assists. Like I said, I think this is going to be another one of those high-scoring games. Obviously, we don't have the over-under yet, but 32.5 total points is completely in Paul George's reach, and you're getting 105 points. You know, you're getting more than 100, and uh, completely doable from Paul George's side of things. And you know what would, could really help in your case? If you sign up with Thrive Fantasy with the promo code ETHOS, you'll get your first deposit matched up to $250. Basically free money. That's basically free money. So I, I don't know what you're doing right now. So before you make these picks that are guaranteeing you points, yep, I'm going to guarantee it. And no, this is not like Charles Barkley guaranteeing his guarantees. My guarantees are different. My guarantees are mostly 100% successful. And I these three picks, I'm telling you, are going to be 100% successful. So sign up with Thrive Fantasy. Use the promo code ETHOS to get a, your first deposit match for 250 And get, go for these picks. They're going to hit you. They're going to hit, trust me. And that's a wrap for this pod. I mean, I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at two nice. That'll be spelled T O zero underscore nice underscore. And yeah, hit me up if you want to tell me how much you agree with my picks, or you can hit me up and we can agree to disagree and you know get into a friendly debate because I don't mind debates, but I don't think I'm gonna end up being wrong. And you gotta trust me on that. Hope you guys enjoyed. Have a great night or great morning, depending on when you listen to this. And yeah, I'm going to see you guys later.